You are listening to a CJTR podcast. Welcome, listeners. You are listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM Regina Community Radio. How about that uh, that uh, spooky intro? Ooh, okay, spooky. Ooh, I'm scared. Uh, welcome to week two of Spooktober, where we at Spoiler Alert watch some of Hollywood's most famous spooky villains and score them against our vector of verifiable villainy. Nice alliteration there, Sonia. Last week, Michael Myers pushed Chucky out of the running for the Spooktober champ. Which is what I'm calling the winner because we didn't really it. talk about that. I love it. <laughs> champ is such a, a champ. spooky word. This week we have Samira from The Ring put up against the Leprechaun from The Leprechaun. <laughs> we have late breaking news that Lubin, that we've been calling him, is not actually his it's, name. It's, his name is too hard to pronounce, so I'm just I'm just calling him The Leprechaun. My name is Jeremy, and I'm in the booth today with Sonia, the lady host, the living pot of gold, Sean, and super fan, James. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for coming on, James. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad that I got to be a living pot of gold. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sonia's rattled. I'm just the lady host. <laughs> You're a four-leaf clover. You're a, a real rarity. In You're this so room. rare. Aww. In this room full of white guys, I, was, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in theme, out of theme, who cares, right? It's good. Uh, for those not familiar with our rating system, we have assigned scores out of 15 in the following areas. Body count, resilience, fear factor, originality, and style points. You all ready to do this? I didn't plan that, but it, there we go. All right, you guys, let's talk about uh, the ring. We're starting with the ring. Like, we're starting with the ring. Also, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Samara, isn't it? Oh Not my Samira. God. I am. Perhaps. Yeah. Like, maybe. Yeah. Jeremy's doing some renaming. I like, I like it. The girl I, from the ring is <laughs> the ooky spooky video person. Did y'all watch all of them? No, uh, not I, all. Well, there's too many, especially if you count all the Japanese ones and the Korean one. And all right. Well, let's okay, let's get into that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So, I think that we should discuss both, like all series. However, for terms of scoring, I have only included the American ones. Okay. Same. Okay. I I I'm not trying to influence anybody else out. I'm just trying to be open about it i um, think in this case you're probably okay because mm-hmm. the japanese ring follows a pretty similar blueprint to the american one at least true and uh, i did also learn that in japan a lot of people th- originally thought the american grudge and the american ring were all part of the same thing oh. because they are in they are a similar type of movie in japan like it's very close so they assumed that it was all one big thing was there a movie where the lady from the Grudge and the lady from the Ring faced off in Japan, like oh a God. like a Freddy versus Jason, I think like so. a Godzilla versus King Kong? <laughs> there was, there is at least a movie where Sadako, who is the German, the German, the German <laughs> oh my, one. My brain just. Sonia and I are not doing well today. <laughs> Poor Strugs, Strugs, Strugs to funk. <laughs> Oh um, am I having a stroke? I hope not. I don't smell toast. Okay. Uh, Sadako, who is the Japanese uh, villain from Ringu, um, there is a movie where she faces off with someone. So it okay. might be the girl mm. from The Grudge. It might just be a girl off the street. Yeah, just some girl. And what is this girl-on-girl fight? Like, I don't really know what they're doing. Like, I think it's sort of like Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, you're giving the people what they want. For the soul of Michelle Geller. Yeah. Alien alien versus Predator. You know, all of the classic matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you guys. Let's let's talk Let's talk about this character. Yeah. And uh, we can pepper in what we want. But before we get to the scores, what's the ring about? Is it, you know, it, it's ultimately some sort of demonistic revenge tale, perhaps? Well, as the movies are kind of laid out, it's kind mm-hmm. of a mystery story. Mm-hmm. You know, these people find out after they've watched this video that they have seven days to live and that to try to save themselves, they unravel the story of, you know, this girl who's in this tape and, uh, you know, why she might be psychically trying to kill them. Well, and as Sonia and I had begun to discuss, the Japanese version doesn't really explain a lot. It just sort of is the way it is. 
Whereas in the American version, they really nail down a lot of details about the backstory of They're the like, girl and the parents. This is what and, she does. Yeah, and there needs to be that justification there, which I actually thought was really unnecessary. But not really. Well, I guess I didn't watch Double Two Rings, which mm-hmm. I guess you guys have. But does it go back to her birth mom or any of that? Yeah, it reveals her whole backstory. Okay, because yeah. this one they're just like, yeah, they got a girl and she was straight up evil. And that she could do crazy psychic things. And it was that, that's it. Yeah, my understanding of the chronology of the American movies, the first one they talk about Samara and how she was evil and how Brian Cox kept her in a nice little room up in the yeah. attic of the barn that looked kind of cute, but I guess yeah. was sinister. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is very twee. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and then I didn't watch The Ring 2, uh, and in Rings, uh, mm-hmm. they find out the backstory of Samara's mom, who uh, was imprisoned by a priest played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's how that's all laid out. Yeah, and I think one of the other differences between the Japanese series and the American franchise is that in the Japanese films, there is sort of just this acceptance and understanding that she's a malevolent spirit, mm-hmm. like she's just an evil spirit, which I guess culturally like is e- more easily understandable probably mm-hmm. to the movie-going public. Like that's just something that is within the tradition that they would understand. Whereas in the American one, it sort of becomes this like, oh, it is a revenge tale because, mm-hmm. you know, her, like her biological father abused her mother, her biological mother, and then, you know, like it just, it, it like justifies it in this way that I actually think makes her less compelling as a villain almost. Right. Because I think so too. It's the whole it's Mike sad. Myers thing, right? Like it's, it's, it's knowing that it's just some unstoppable force that mm-hmm. these people have to deal with versus like a solvable problem. Or yeah. like, don't you know? tell me my, why Maleficent is evil. Yeah. Just have her be a real bad bad bee <laughs> and that's what i want yeah all right you guys let's score this movie okay you all ready for this i've been saying i've been saying so many things that have musical parts to it without knowing <laughs> that it. was the same one and, <laughs> and it is killing me okay body count sean what did you score out of 15 well so in specifically the film i watched she only really killed two people on screen mm-hmm. uh we'll remember their face i'll remember them till the day i die <laughs> um but she probably killed countless people and horses with the, the floating videotapes um and she just is a, a tormentor so i don't know i gave her a six because mm. it's a middle ground of like probably a lot of people died but i don't know how much did the horses factor into that score? Well, I was nervous about the horses, but I didn't really give them a lot. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> they were the ones that, they made the choice. Point two per horse? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, probably not. There's like 35 horses. <laughs> yeah. So, so I gave her six? Uh, so I, I used my tried and true method so far of trying to find the overall body count of the villain mm-hmm. using the power of the internet and then dividing that by 10 <laughs> um, that's a really wait specific. was there 10 ring films no, no. just that's just my system because <laughs> oh, it worked well last okay. week and then i decided to do it and then was like it really isn't yeah. fair if someone had a lot more films when but, someone kills 150 people sonya's gonna have a problem <laughs> yeah exactly um so i found counting online and only using the american franchise there were 13 confirmed kills which i know is low like i know that's low yeah, she crashes a plane in rings. Right. She mm-hmm. opens the movie by crashing a plane, so 13 is low. It mm-hmm. is. I give her a 2 for body count, but now I'm like, maybe that's not fair. But this is the thing. It's also like, they're like, oh, all of her friends died, but we don't, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know them. We don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like, they crashed a car. All right, you yeah. know what? Factoring in for the plane, I'm going to upgrade her to a 4. Oh, wow. Generous. Yeah. Wow. James? That's yeah. how Sonya feels You know, about. it's been said she doesn't have a high body count during this movie. She just kind of pieces for long stretches yes. of these movies, and there's not a oh, whole lot yeah. of killing. Uh, so I was feeling generous after the plane crash, and I gave her a seven. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I used my math, which is uh, an approximate count divided by the amount of movies, uh, and I've arrived at 2.5 with the understanding that rings did not make it into the, the count. So I'm... I I must admit I am a little 
torn. She mm-hmm. maybe I should up that. But um, does it change your score if you know that Johnny Galecki of Big Bang Theory dies in rings? <laughs> I mean, that's that is a plus. That upgrades it. The thing that affected my score more was the implication mm. that the video could have, and it not having it. That's the thing. Okay, right? so like, like did it, this plane of people watch an in-flight video? I don't understand how the whole plane dies. So, one person has reached their seven-minute, seven-day limit on the plane, right. and then Samara starts crawling out of the cockpit, and the whole plane is going down, and then it cuts to the title after oh. the opening of wings. See, and you know, again, they didn't. You know, they died as a result of an oh. individual watching the right. So there are a lot of factors here. Like we factors. really could argue ourselves anyway, to death. I get. <laughs> oh no! I gave it two point five. Okay, fine. the first uh, half point of the season. There we go. That's math for you, people. Um, <laughs> okay, you guys, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, this is under. I don't understand resilience. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You smash the tapes you let the people that watched it die sorry for them i'm sorry to this man (laughs) sorry for them but then she's gone she has no more power right is that are you sure well i don't know (laughs) (laughs) where else is she besides videotape and why does she care about videotapes anyway (laughs) well that is a question (laughs) it's true so what'd you give her yeah oh i'm sorry i gave gave her 10 because she is (laughs) She is hard to kill because people don't want to smash the tapes and they don't want to just die. <laughs> they want to pass it around. So the power of chain mail gives her <laughs> all this power. Well, okay, I'm going to butt in here because I need to talk about the power of chain mail. Okay. As, as a parent who would do the exact same thing Naomi Watts does in this film if my child watched the Make tape. Make one of for your her parents own. watch it? <laughs> <For> <laughs> really and then, and then they just send it off to whomever. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Making a copy. This thing would stick around forever. And at some point, I want to see the movie where it's, you know, 2145 and everyone in school once a week watches and makes a new copy of the tape and sends it to their best friend. Or like, like it's just become they... a part of everyday life all across the planet. Why don't they find a hospice? Everyone makes a tape. They all make the entire nursing home watch it. <laughs> the in- then it saves everybody. <laughs> this is so dark. No offense to nursing home people. Anyway. <laughs> but isn't it one to one? Yeah. It has to be a one to one. So. Well, I'm Everyone saying it would make a, a big home dent. Buddy? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> what do you give, Sonia? Uh, okay, well, yeah. So, again, didn't watch Rings, but did read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and it kind of changes everything because, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Oh, my God. At the end of that movie, Samara possesses the protagonist of that movie, a young woman. And the suggestion is like... And it begins anew because mm-hmm. they're also digital, like it's become digital. Yeah, it's a viral video. So, yeah, I think once this thing becomes a viral video in the year 2018. Oh, are we talking YouTube? Rings, mm-hmm. oh, no. I think we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said 12 because also they keep thinking that they that she also keeps tricking people into being like, solve my mystery and help me out. And then I'll be laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. You released my spirit. Yeah. Now I'm coming for everybody. That's, so there's also that. That's why I gave it an 11, honestly, just yeah. because each of these movies ends with them thinking we've got this figured out. We've got yeah. this solved. And then she just keeps popping back up. I, I gave it a 13 mm. simply through the power of human preservation. People will keep making more copies and those copies will then be found so on and thus forth and i'm i'm waiting for you know ring world where every the whole planet is just absolutely having to watch this every single week all right sean let's let's i can't wait to hear what sonia has to say about the fear factor oh the fear factor the thing is i have been spooked (laughs) i got spooked and i have been spooked since i was in like grade nine yeah because of literally just the image or like people talking about it or even yeah just the visual of her with their hair over her face sent was like oh i'm horrified um and the frozen faces you guys are really scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) the twisted faces i'll never forget poor what's her face (laughs) (laughs) but you know what her face is yeah um, I forget name. the actress. Amber Tamblyn. Amber Tamblyn. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was Joan bad. of Arcadia herself. Yeah. So what'd you give it? 
Oh, I keep forgetting to do this. This is a fun bit we're doing. I gave her 11. I yeah. was scared. She got me in gulp territory. Gulp. <gasps> uh, I gave it a 10, mm-hmm. which folks may think is low, given how much of a scaredy cat I am. But partly it's because I was very terrified by the ring when it first came out. I was like 11 or something. Um, and then watching, actually watching the ring 2... I was it became it becomes quite silly at times yeah. there, um, and it it took away a little bit of the the like fear memory that I had about it. Also, the I watched so I watched the Japanese one first. I watched Ringu first, and then the first American one, and then Ring two Ring the Ring two. So I like sandwiched probably the scariest one in the middle because the Japanese one is really more suspenseful mm-hmm. and really is a mystery. I would say. Um, and then the first one is probably the scariest, I think. Anyway, for me. And then the second one, it gets so silly and just like, and it, that's where it really gets into that explaining every single thing, mm-hmm. like just beating you over the head with like these visual metaphors. And it's just is so much that you're like, it's, I was like too bored of it to be scared. Yeah. yeah. In a way. So 10, <laughs> even though that's still pretty mm-hmm. high. But for me, I thought it would be higher. Yeah. I, I gave, uh, I gave Sadako slash Samurai um, an 11. Mm-hmm. No, nope, I gave her an 8. Oh, cool. sorry. I'm looking at the wrong spot. Because, like, she is very scary when she shows up. And that image of her on the black and white TV crawling mm-hmm. out of the well and then crawling out of the TV mm-hmm. is such a very gripping image. Mm-hmm. And you, without having seen this movie, I knew that image so well just mm-hmm. from all the parodies and references and everything. But she's also a villain that just kind of gives you her your space. Yeah, mm. she just kind of leaves for a bit, and then you're just like, "Well, you know, what do I do now? I, I guess you know, six days from now, five days. Oh, I'm gonna have to deal with this." I guess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's just not that that scary, honestly. Yeah, a schedule. Is so. that why they made the kids so weird? Yeah, the kid be, is quite creepy. Like the kid True. being creepy has like nothing to do with her at all, right? Well, she, he gets possessed by her in the second one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then that is quite scary. Actually. He like he he seems like he is aware of her in the first one, mm-hmm. like he. He just like acts creepy adult. He calls his mom by her real name, things that are eerie. <laughs> um, draws f- weird pictures, but like doesn't really have anything to do with her. There's also just a there's a story about parenthood in that movie mm. as well. Oh yeah, and some kind of distance between Naomi Watts and her son in that movie. It just kind of uh, speaks to maybe the alienation she feels from being a mom at times, mm-hmm. and then kind of coming to the end point of that movie where she kind of. It just felt like a really creepy better. parent trap. Like <laughs> him trying to like, <laughs> experience come creepy back to um, For View Factor, I gave it a 10. Mm. And uh, the imagery, as as James mentioned, is very shock. Like, it, it does work. And they put a lot of work into a lot of the things, especially the video elements really do. Mm. Because we're all familiar with sort of how those things work and, like, things just are weird like what's you know like what is happening in this tape big old minus five to just like choosing to opt out of being murdered like no other villain on the planet has a mechanism by which you can just say like you know what this guy i pick him instead (laughs) yeah there is no there is no one who's willing to make that deal you know like there's no clearly measured way of just getting out of it completely. I realize that it follows is a little bit of a rip off of yeah, this, absolutely. which I ha- it had never occurred to me. But then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you can defer it. But but <laughs> in can it, you defer forever? But in it follows, you could do it unconsciously. Yeah, Whereas in true. this, you kind of have to know what's what's. I guess you could like Naomi Watts does it the first that's time. That's true. That's but true. in it follows, it's like once it kills that person, it comes back to you like it yeah. keeps going down, back down the line but in this That's one mm-hmm. it's like once it kills the person the last person it just seemingly it's stops. basically a get out of jail free card yeah <laughs> well and, and it follows it's also a metaphor whereas this is just kind of like a capper to the ring honestly yeah. that they have mm-hmm. to deal with in future incarnations yeah and that's why the you know ring two by the sounds of it and definitely rings just kind of fall into their own mythology and just mm-hmm. kind of roll around in it yeah. And just trying to stretch that story as much as you can. Yeah. Just yeah, like cable out of your throat. Yeah. All right. Name it Watts. <laughs> Let's all now argue about originality. Yeah. Sean, would you care to kick this uh, this whole bad boy off? Um, I gave it a 13. Mm-hmm. Actually, with the number. Interesting. I, ooh, spooky. <laughs> it's a... Even when 
I heard about it, his original premise, and I still feel like it was kind of an original premise. Um, obviously, the Japanese one was the original premise, <laughs> but... But even that's adapted from a novel. I didn't even know that. Yep. Well... There's layers. <laughs> can we, we need to find the originator. But, I don't know, I thought it was pretty original and something that mm. films weren't really doing at the time. A horror movie. So what do you guys think? Sneaky. I don't know. Um, yeah, I gave it an 11 um, for the same reason and also because it would be easy for every single person she kills to just have died of a heart attack and like that's it. Like, oh, she scares them to death and that's the whole thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. But if you look, there are, people die in a lot of different ways, which I gave her points for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I forgot <laughs> the purpose of this question. <laughs> <laughs> but also... But also, it is an original premise. Right, so. of course. Well, okay. <laughs> Continue. I'd give her an eight, you know, just because the one way that she mainly kills people is so solid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she really refined it. She really worked it out. And, you know, it's a it's a great way to kill a person, I think, personally. Yes. But, <laughs> you know, she hasn't really innovated too much since the start. It's well, really, okay. really top-notch, though. Uh, for originality, I gave it an eight, but then I had to minus a four. <gasps> after watching the Japanese version. Just because I feel like it, at least in the first of both, because there's also many Japanese mm-hmm. installments, there is something that's lost, and I don't know what it is. And I think a part of it is just like, it came out in 2004? Two. 2002. When did we get our first DVDs? Like, not far after that. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's it's all tied to the tape, which I think is an interesting sort of line, you know, tying it to a medium. And I think it's a little introspective. I think the Japanese does it, the Japanese version does it much better. I think the world just makes more sense, even without explaining literally Mm -hmm. everything. Like just by, you know, having what you see is what you get. And then people dealing with it, I think is, I think it was better. Any, Any rebuttal there? No. Just let my four my four points move ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Four is tough. Yeah, that's that's, that's a that's oh, hard. Harsh. Wait, wait till we get to Leprechaun. Style points, Sean. <laughs> um, I gave her a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just for the 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 image of her coming out of that well. The editing of her flitting around is very unsettling. <laughs> Footing around? Flitting around. Like, <laughs> oh, flitting. Yeah. You said footing. Like, I imagined her just kind of prancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doing a little her shuffle. skipping her around. Beautiful lines. She can't see anything because her hair's in her face. <laughs> yeah, girl, get a hair Get time. some bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her 11 for mm-hmm. style points because, yeah, very specific aesthetic. She's committed to that look. Uh... And she does like to show off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, waiting. Like, she'll, like, wait until the moment when there's, like, someone else in the house. Or, like, like she really amps it up. Or they, like, think they're safe and then it happens. I love it. Yeah, Samara's naughty. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a bad a girl. naughty girl. <laughs> she's a bad, bad girl. Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, I, I gave her 10. You know, mm-hmm. she's uh, she developed into a, you know, small eye icon, I think. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, I, I posted this on Twitter, but did any of you see her first pitch? That she threw out a couple years back. No, she threw out a first pitch at a Japanese baseball game. Oh, oh my god, it was great! It was one tall, uh, well, in this case, Sadako, I guess, and then three short Sadakos. Mentors. Oh man, that's so nice. Um, I gave I gave her a twelve just because it really has sort of the visuals of of the film have really become something else, and there is a lot of stuff like. The shot of the the sort of lid going on the well mm. is really oh. is it's it's really moving, and then the whole visual of like them digging up the floorboards to find the well underneath, mm. you know, like it's so satisfying, but like very unsettling as well, just yeah. because it could be anywhere. Well, the director uh, Gore Verbinski, he's really kind of playing with a kind of like David Fincher-esque like color mm. scheme through mm. a lot of that movie, yes. you know? And when they do get to that cabin and the light comes through the trees and everything kind of gets to natural colors again, mm-hmm. it's really impactful for that bit. <laughs> when there's like a pic- someone, a hand-drawn picture of a tree and she's like, I know this tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girl, that's every I've tree. I've seen this tree before. <laughs> We've all she's seen like, that tree I've seen before. the light come through these leaves before. <laughs> that's Plato's ideal tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's the it's one. the only tree with light on it. 
in the, in the world. Uh, Samara. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, what do you guys think of this film? In two years later, The Grudge came out. Very similar aesthetic, very similar things going on. I know that none of us watched The Grudge in prepping for this, so that's fine. But uh, I assume we're all familiar with mm. it. Um, in Japan, a lot of people thought that it was one franchise. All of these American movies, The Grudge and The Ring, were all one unified thing. Um, what are your thoughts in comparison to this? Do the one unified franchise. I, that could be really interesting, yeah, right? Tie in one missed call, too. Why not? Do it all. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Is, is the grudge Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe well, they thought they were the same woman. 100%. I think Naomi Watts did, I don't, she did some weird stuff yeah. in this film. Mm-hmm. Like when she was on the phone, she was on the phone screaming at someone. Or like, I don't, it was very bizarre. It took me completely out of it. She Like the whole film, she barely shows anything. And then all of a sudden she's like, leave my son alone. <laughs> yeah. And it was very like, I'm uncomfortable. Sean would just let Samara have his, his son. Yeah. Take my son. Take my son, please. <laughs> You're just going to make another one, eh? He won't call me dad. I think the, the grudge is scarier, right? Uh, I need to rewatch, but I, I remember it being scarier. Um, the visual of her in the shower and yeah. finding someone in her own head. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, there's like a face? It's like a, it's, a I something. thought it was hands that came. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. But I remember the grudge being an odd one just because, like, she just had chose to deal with it. You know, like, oh, I got to live my life with this thing. And it kind of becomes like a, there's a comedy show in there mm. where it's like Sarah Michelle and the grudge. Like, you know, it's just them trying the to live their couple. lives. What is the premise of the grudge? It's uh, that there's a, there's a spirit that can haunt a place if something very bad happens. And then whoever inhabits the space, it like basically tortures them like the that's the so it's kind of a similar it's like a poltergeist essentially yeah but it does tie to the the individual and then there's some differences between the american and japanese once again Mm -hmm. but uh anyway with that it's time to have a little a little break for everybody we're going to be right back where we're going to talk about the leprechaun see you in a few minutes Welcome back. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Today we're talking about uh, some spooked tubular films. (laughs) 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 But uh, before we continue, anyone know what time it is? Uh, It's game time. Oh, wow. That was good, Jimmy. Was well, you weren't yeah. doing it, apparently. Yeah. No, I, was, I, would, I like to wait and see what will happen if I don't. <laughs> wow. I'm an agent of I chaos. I rely on it so much. For those who <laughs> don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend quite a bit of time this week looking for a film related to our topic. I uh, I tell these three what it's about. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a grand old time. Are you guys ready to play the game? Yeah. As our guest, James, would you care to go first with the title, Rumpelstiltskin? Okay, so Rumpelstiltskin, traditionally, that's a guy who, I don't know, he helped a a lady turn thread into gold or something like that, and she promised him her baby, and then she didn't want to give it, but she had to guess his name. Mm -hmm. I think this time they flip it. Mm -hmm. You know, they took Rumpelstiltskin's baby, he has to guess their name. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know, it's uh, it's pretty high concept. Nice. Okay. Sonia? I think... This iteration of Rumpelstiltskin is about Rumpelstiltskin's ghost mm-hmm. haunting the relatives of the original woman, like her, all of her descendants, mm-hmm. until the curse is broken somehow. Wow. Because, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> That's just why. How did they break the curse? Uh, they have to go back in time. Oh, yeah. And kill Rumpelstiltskin. In a DeLorean? <laughs> I was just going to say say his name, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, just whisper it. They go on a magic spinning wheel. <laughs> they go back in time and teach a spider to read, and then teach a spider to <laughs> write like, words in her web. She's like, that pig. That <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't forget what the it's pig, a pig says. Well, Sean, what's Rumpelstiltskin about? I believe it's about um, a fiber arts collective of evil demons who spend their days spinning yarns literally literally and figuratively and sometimes humans pop into their lives and they just torture them uh through vicious ways but then they also all get back together and make clothes after that <laughs> i love it wow 
That was that's that's interesting, John. Thank there's you. A, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of layers there. Going to be on your desk. So. Uh, Rebel Still Skin is a 1995 American fantasy horror comedy film. What year? Sorry, 1995. Okay. All right, I'm going to read the entire Wikipedia entry. Okay. It's one of my favorite things of all time. In the 1400s, Rumpel Stillskin is imprisoned inside a small jade figurine. In modern-day Los Angeles, of the course. recently widowed wife of a police officer with baby in tow finds her way into a witch's shop and purchases a certain figurine, <laughs> resulting in the cackling beast being freed and demanding possession of the baby. <gasps> Just so you know, y'all, budget, $3 million. Box office. Three hundred and six thousand. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say three hundred and six, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just dollars. Um, Not as bad as the room, but still pretty bad. You so know the room made back its budget. <laughs> a, it's a profitable movie. I eventually, yeah. Yeah, but eventually. Not, not in the box office. You know. Um the the game is of course brought to you by Radiothon. And I'm gonna briefly go over this thank you script. Uh you can do it. <laughs> CJTR's annual radiothon has wrapped up. Thanks to everyone who supported People Powered Radio. It's not too late. Please call or pledge online at CJTR. You have until November 1st to get those sweet, sweet prizes. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. Let's get back into it. Today we are discussing who is better between the girl with, from the ring and the leprechaun. And guess whose turn it is? It's... <laughs> the leprechaun. Except no accent, apparently. It's we'll that such a, so many. <laughs> well, got that. So, so many strange decisions. <laughs> I don't even know really where to start. Let's just jump in with body count. Let's just dig right in. Yeah. What, Sean, did you give the lep the leprechaun for body count? Well, he gets a half. <laughs> just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um. So. I watched the first one, mm -hmm. um, and then I watched In the Hood, which is like the <laughs> fifth, of the, the fourth, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, going into the, looking at the Wikipedia entry of these films is like going into a twister. Um, <laughs> he kills four people in the first, about eight-ish in the second. I just did about eight, because I know that there is... That he's killed a million more in the other <laughs> 20 films or whatever he has altogether. So the 86 films. I'll give him eight. Sean, may I interject? Yes. Uh, Sonia, have you seen the uh, fourth installment in, in the hood? I have not. Okay. Uh, James, you have. I have. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen the sequel. I think it's Back in the Hood. Back, back to the Hood. Or <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Back uh, to the Hood. Can, can we just quickly talk about his rapping? Uh, <laughs> um, I. I watched this in the afternoon, and then I so you really terrified. I felt myself really <laughs> rising above my own body, <laughs> like having an out of body experience as I was watching the end. Watching yourself watch it, and I was just like, "Where am I? Yeah, and like, why am I doing?" This? I th I think that may be the apex of cultural appropriation. Like we know that the leprechaun like, can spin a rhyme, <laughs> as we have his rhyming couplets haunting us through all of yes. these films. And the question has been throughout all the movies: Can he rap? Does <laughs> he? Have it, has, it just he, hangs over. And all he answers. Yeah. And when it's finally answered. He really drops the mic, but not from a high distance because he's very small. <laughs> small. Anyway, I, I'm terribly sorry. That was a that was maybe the most frightening thing in all of these movies. Sonya, body count. It's not actually. <laughs> Again, from the unreliable info I could glean from the internet, not having watched all the films, it... What I found online was that he'd killed about 60 people. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's maybe that low. That seems quite low. Mm -hmm. uh, so I gave him a six. <laughs> Honestly, I know. we're very But much... I have to stay with it now because yeah, I've already scored yeah, more you, people you that can't way. Alter so. your... Yeah, no, it has, to, it has to be like that. There's no other way. Um, I gave him a nine. He's a consistent horror movie killer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, at a regular clip, he kills, you know, five to six people per movie, it seems. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does it in pretty gruesome ways. So. Yeah, really. That's interesting, James, because my math also matched your feelings with a official body count of 53 divided by six films being a total of nine points. Oh, wow. Are there so. only six? <laughs> it's, well, it's from, <laughs> from what I was able to find, but there could be more. There's probably 86. That was probably published in, like, 2011 right. or something. Yeah. Anyway, resilience. Sean? What did you score him? Well, so he is extremely unstoppable, except for, like, if a f necklace full of clover is flying in the it's air. It's a very specific... Which lands on him twice in one film. 
It's like a piece of clover on, like, sitting on a box top will keep him in prison for 20 years. Or if he just goes into a metal box. They trick him into boxes twice in these mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. But he gets he gets tricked a lot for a Leprechaun. Oh, he really but this does. is but he also is probably one of the most powerful beings that we've tackled the, mm-hmm. that we will tackle this month cuz he can just pop he can disappear and appear anywhere he wants, no problem. He can just kill people with his powers front with his hands. He can take control of people and turn them into zombies. He can do anything he wants mm-hmm. and he still somehow is bested all the time. He yeah. sucks. So, I gave him a 12. <laughs> <laughs> the second half. After all that. Uh, yeah, I gave him a 13 because he keeps coming back. He does. It's kind of like with Samara where you're like, okay, they got him. But I'm not even really sure that it's always the same leprechaun coming back. Yeah. Really? Oh. Well, like, Leprechaun Returns is a actually. direct sequel to the first Leprechaun. Right. And then Leprechaun 2, oh. it's almost as if Leprechaun 1 never existed. Yes. And then Leprechaun in the Hood, it's unclear where that fits in yeah. or if. It's just and it's like, or whether it's like, real life. Summon zombie like, women. Where did Ice-T and, mm-hmm. find that map? <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden he's got this map? Well, out of his afro. At one point, right. Ice-T pulls a full baseball bat out of his afro. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gets super I can't silly. decide if I think that's funny or wrong. It's not. It's, it's wrong. not. It's, it's wrong. You're right. It yeah. could have gone. It could have. It could have been funny, and it wasn't funny. Or like, like I could see this I film could have been funny I th- doing that. I think but... they needed to completely let go of the horror element. Like if if they wanted those things to work, I think they just needed to totally not try. If that makes any sense, I think I they could have just let go of Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> it's also very bad to its only trans character. Yes, yeah, oh, you did message God. me yeah. about that. It's part of, crazy. <laughs> that's part of why I decided not to watch it. Mm. Mm. Um, Run resilience. I gave him a five. He gets he like he trips and falls down pretty much. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he loses every time except for Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, and he can't walk by a dirty shoe. No, that's his, when at one point they just throw ball. shoes at him while he like as he runs around <laughs> shining them. <laughs> Oh, Which seems like a bad muttering. stereotype, except that it's a leprechaun, so you can stereotype them all you want. Yeah, the, my Irish heritage wasn't feeling. <laughs> also, <laughs> when is... the main person at the very beginning rolls up, pounding Jameson and just yeah. <laughs> talking to it like his drunk wife or drunkenly talking to his wife, Shock. and then having a deeply English man play a leprechaun, and then, like I said, no accent, but like he's trying to do one. He's well, it's not something. his natural it's, voice. It's just yeah. nothing. Like, it's just not an Irish <laughs> no. accent. It's like a and Halloween I'm like, this is co- This is colonialism in action. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I want me go. <laughs> but Warwick Davis is at least doing a, a pretty full performance. Yes. Oh, yes. No and, fault to him. And he committed, like, like, fully to this project. Like, he put in all that he could. Yeah. I think it was just doomed from the start. Yeah. Um, for Resilience, I gave him a 14. Wow. Because of a little movie movie called Leprechaun 4 in space, which incredible things happen. Are you guys familiar with this? I've I'm heard familiar with okay. space. Okay. <laughs> At one point, his essence gets whittled down to nothing and then goes up another human being's urethra and is expressed as gonorrhea. Okay. <laughs> and that's not the worst thing that happens to him in that movie. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to knock off a resilience point. You know, I'm canceling Leprechaun. I'm canceling him here now. That back. should give you more resilience. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, but then you it, just take one antibiotic and he's gone. <laughs> I don't know about well, that. Well, you need a couple rounds. In Space is such a bad movie. And they just disconnect with absolutely everything that's happened. Not that that's a good thing or a bad thing, but oh my god. Anyway, okay, Sean, fear factor, how afraid were you? And keep in mind, if anyone says a number, Sonia, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) I give this a big zero. (laughs) Things that he drives in this first film. He drives a tricycle, (laughs) a lawnmower with a pitchfork that somehow flips a truck. A toy car, uh, a wheelchair in major speed motion, and then he kills someone with a pogo stick as the man yells, ow, ow. It was like one of the most like negative, scary things I've ever seen. 
Okay. All right. Sonia gives it a 15. No. Okay. I gave it a two. Okay. Because I find that makeup really off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, his little face. I shouldn't say that. His face. Like, with that makeup on. And then the way the expressions that it makes, that freaks me out. There's deep ridges. So, <laughs> that's a two. I'm, I'm probably on the high end in this room. I gave him a five. Whoa! Uh, yeah, Leprechaun, he's always just kind of wandering around. He's always just kind of chatting with people. He's, like, drinking in a bar freely and, like, no one really cares. But, you know, like the last movie, it, it took place at night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, points for that, I guess. <laughs> I think if you saw the leprechaun, you'd be scared. In real life? Him trip or trapping. the movie? What are we talking about? His like little shoes? <laughs> like, if, uh, if he was trying to kill you, mm-hmm. and, like, you're in your house, and you, yeah, his little, his legs just like... <laughs> He's not going fast. He's he going, sometimes like, goes tra- on that tricycle. <laughs> When the movie opens with him trip dropping down the stairs in his buckle shoes, it was not scary. Yeah, no, it it did. I also gave it a zero just because I think it is so close to being a comedy. Like they are just a couple choices away from this being the funniest movie of all time, mm. and it just I just. I cannot envision how anyone could think it's scary. And you guys, Wa- watching yeah. him in, in interact with a bear trap in any way, shape, or form is the funniest. It's thing actually, I've that ever part seen. when all four of them go to him as he's attacking them, and they all—that <laughs> was one of the least scary things. I know. Um, but Jennifer Aniston is in this mess. Oh, I don't yeah. know if we mentioned this. Yeah, uh, like a twenty-year-old Jennifer Aniston who's doing like. All of her Anistonisms, like, oh God, or like, but like less proficiently. Oh. Yeah, since her first she's worked movie. on it more since then. Yeah, they um, so the lead in Leprechaun Returns is supposed to be Jennifer Aniston's daughter, and at one point Leprechaun is imitating Jennifer Aniston, and they hired an actress to do a Jennifer Aniston voice for it. Oh, nice, That's, yeah, funny, it's attention to detail. So, uh, yeah. Fear Factor going up one point to six now. Jennifer <laughs> oh, <laughs> Aniston impression. Oh my god, that's <laughs> funny. James is broken to meh category. Uh, originality. Sean, um, I gave a three. <laughs> These murders couldn't really be less original <laughs> or more underwhelming. He just basically makes people explode sometimes with just his pants. <clears throat> or in the one. I don't know. Uh, I gave him a three because I do like that he gives you a scary rhyme before he's about to kill you. <laughs> like an Oopa Loopa kind of. Where they sing a little song before they mur- after they murder you. Um, and the conceit of the whole film is... <laughs> which you would think would work, and it doesn't, actually. <laughs> so... Anyway, I guess that's, <laughs> it's pretty low for me. Yeah, I gave him a seven. Because he he does kill people in a lot of different ways, and mm-hmm. the pogo stick alone, I think, <laughs> warrants a couple extra points. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Irish stereotypes too, so it's like, well, that's not original. <laughs> there, I, I gave him a seven as well, just for sheer variety's sake. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, there's a, a moment in Leprechaun Two where he pulls out someone's gold tooth from their mouth oh. and there's a few moments in these movies where he just rips someone's finger off because they have a gold ring on oh mm-hmm. yeah and uh do you folks remember michael mcdonald from mad tv yeah, yeah. um he's in leprechaun 2 mm-hmm. and he gets killed by uh i don't know what leprechaun does exactly but he like forces michael mcdonald to have his face steamed off by an espresso machine yeah. no, it's, uh, oh, no. yeah, it's wild oh, no. uh i gave it a six just because like that's kind of I, I wanted to give it half points just because anytime they do something innovative, they do something equally awful to really just not make it work. Mm-hmm. And like these, anytime he drives a go kart, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, like they just, they when just he's destroys in, it for when me. he's in a vehicle. Yeah, breaks <laughs> it right out. Uh, which which will lead to style points, uh, which is the next category. Yeah. yeah, I gave a seven. Like he wants his gold. He rhymes. <laughs> he's an unstoppable power. Um. The I thought a very shockingly stylish murder was when he in in the hood was when he made one character who was holding a gun turn the gun on himself and blow his own head off and that was very horrifying <coughs> and that was one of his only scary things except when he also when he possessed the zombie fly girls <laughs> in the hood oh no and he made them do their his bidding the first. Female character with a speaking role. <laughs> <laughs> a, a woman who 
Leprechaun has possessed to seduce like a, a random <laughs> character. Oh no! Oh, I feel good about my choice to only watch one of these. Yeah, Sonia, I think you made an excellent choice. Yes. Um, and with that, I gave it ten for style points. Oh, apparently <laughs> it's just arbitrary. But again, like uh, for me, a big piece of this category is like that recognizable brand, <laughs> and he has it. Those. Those stripy little bow legs, <laughs> you don't recognize anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, I gave him an eight. He's literally stylish, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got a great little outfit. You're he accessorizes. Wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, I gave him them a three because cool. I, anytime he is shown in a wide shot with another average height person, it just doesn't work when they have the the shots of him like running chasing people and it is two feet off the ground that is so funny and it just breaks everything that they're trying to do mm. it just kills it for me so i gave it low style points okay should we add up some scores? let's do some math how, how are we going to do this how did we do it last week well, i i kind of just did it in my calculator did we okay. go around i yeah. think we might have okay Okay, Samara. Go, Sean. What's your total? 50. Sonia. 48. James. Sorry. Oh, he didn't do it. We didn't let 43. James know that he should be doing it. He, did, he didn't know. He didn't know. Uh, hold on. Hold on. This is gripping radio. I know. Yeah. For a total of 182.5. Wow. There are four of us, though, so it's oh, going to yeah. be a little right, skewed. Sean. Um, leprechaun. For Leprechaun, he got a 30. <laughs> 38. 34. For... Did you break 40, or did you... <laughs> no, you got under. a 32 for me. 134 points. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a clear winner. The villain of the ring moving forward to the final. To celebrate, I we'll love be posting. that you refuse to say any names now. <laughs> I said that's what I was going to do. We're going to post the video it. to our Instagram. Please watch. <laughs> Please, seriously, we only have two Please days watch. left. <laughs> Next week, uh, we've got Jason versus Pinhead from oh Hellraiser. Boy. So that's going to be. I know. Ooh, I don't know who's coming out of that one. That's going to be tough. Um, you guys, I think we've got some time for a quick. What you watching? What you been watching? Um, this week, I have been I have been obsessed with a series, a Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk Netflix series called The Politician, um, and not because it's good, really. Like the trailer is amazing mm-hmm. and should win every award ever, and it oh, brought me yeah. right into it. And then the actual show is very Ryan Murphy e, where he just like throws everything in a blender, and it's too much but the performances are incredible um he ryan murphy is just so untrustworthy with the story um but there's a lot of great characters jessica lang plays uh dusty jackson <laughs> who's like a floridian uh grandma with munchausen by proxy uh syndrome <laughs> <laughs> um there's just like the camp is so uh it's just so ultra concentrated it's the best there's that person there's also the high school that produces a um, a musical of Stephen Sondheim's Assassins. <laughs> like, just bizarre things. Um, and then it ends with a tease for the next season where they have to run a campaign against Bette Midler and Judith Light. <laughs> and it's like, it's just so gay and crazy and weird. <laughs> oh. And in that way, I like it. But also in a lot of ways, for you, I Sean. don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. And I was really excited to watch it. And then I saw you on the weekend and you were like, mm, it's a no for me. Because I thought it would be like a mixture of like election and glee mm-hmm. and like the Gypsy Rose saga. <laughs> I love. I was like, everything seems to be going my way, but it, it didn't really go my way. That's sad. So I know. Um, mine is not a watch. It's a listen this week. A watch. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Van Ness. Gay icon, genderqueer icon, um, just amazing human being from uh, the new iteration of Queer Eye. Uh, just released his memoir called Over the Top. How and, old is he? Um, he's like he's, 30. 
Thirty okay. some, yeah. Um, and he, I have, I, re- I acquired the audiobook this week, which he reads, and it's just like getting me through the week. You couldn't have so that much. audiobook without him. No, it would be so wrong because I can't imagine what reading the book is like. Because yeah. he uses all of his isms. Strugs to Funk is actually one, <laughs> one that I stole from him. I can't imagine like Sam Elliott reading exactly. that audiobook. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. But yeah, we love could, we love you, Jay. I would. I'd get like a Patrick Stewart. He oh. could he could deliver. Yeah, well, <laughs> you could do it. He's anything. like, can you believe? <laughs> 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 James, what have you been watching? Um, I hope to be watching on October 25th in Saskatoon. The Garys will be scoring uh, Hashin Witchcraft Through the Ages, a uh, Danish silent film oh. uh, live at the Roxy. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping to make it up for that and uh, October 25th at the Roxy in Saskatoon. I'm going to be in might, Saskatoon. Ooh. Fans might know the Garys from our theme song. Yeah. yeah which they wrote. Thought, that's why it'd be worth mentioning. Thanks, Aw, thanks, Jimmy. Um, I was finally able to fulfill a lifelong dream of mine, which was brought into light two years ago, uh, where, <laughs> where I had enough time to watch Unbreakable, Split, and Glass all in a row. Oh, not no. Obviously not end-to-end, but like, you know, over the course of a week. Nice. Um, it actually took two, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, have you guys seen this Trinity? Yes, yes, nope. I have. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't that's exactly how I thought that would go. No, have you two not watched any of them, or just nope? No. Oh, wow. um, so yeah. I, I had watched Unbreakable in the past, but Split and Glass for the first time in the in the block. Oh, um, very good. M Night is back, I think, and or is he? <laughs> Jimmy I, I I think so. I think he does this thing where he makes his world so believable, and he makes that happen and the thing that is weird is that i don't think it's necessarily the best movie but because it's his style i really like it mm. and i think that's a dangerous precedent for me you're talking like, about uh, glass specifically? yes because okay. like this is how we get into lady in the water right like this is what happens people buy in and then he he goes too far then all roads lead to lady in the water <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> but uh like he rode the line for me this time and i did enjoy it there's enough mystery enough solve of the mystery it was very linear mm-hmm. like especially watching all three it is it's, very linear in that there's a straight line it's not as linear in that he promises to take you to this building. They're talking about this skyscraper the entire movie. And then at the end of the movie, they get stuck in the parking lot and they never make <laughs> they it They never the make it out of the parking lot. That's so rude. I honestly wonder if that was like a money problem. Or if he was like consciously trying to frustrate people. Maybe. I think it's part of it. Unbreakable is clearly the best one. It, just it certainly is. Bruce Willis is giving like one yeah. of his great performances. He's like light mm-hmm. and he's like very emotive and mm-hmm. he's just a... Uh, very present. It's wonderful. And in Glass, the biggest problem is that he's Bruce Willis's character is not in it enough. He's just locked in a room, yeah. and you just things develop, and he just waits. And spoiler alert: at the end of the movie, he drowns in a puddle. Yeah, <gasps> they hold his face down in a puddle. Yeah, literally oh. everybody. You dies. can drown in a tablespoon. I learned that in babysitting class. <laughs> <laughs> tablespoon of water, baby. Uh, very quickly, has anyone been to Landmark Cinema? Not yet. No. All of my friends went to Judy last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little salty about it. Uh, but it's my own fault. Is that they're going to be showing uh, Gemini Man in 120 frames per second? Ooh, so, uh, that's wow. my. That'll be my first screening over there. Okay, when is that happening? Uh, this weekend. Okay, yeah, very interesting. If we start driving now, we might be able to make it. It's yeah, very far. It's going to be tight. <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song Manatuna. My co-host Sh- so- go so oh, many wow. Sonia. Sean and James. That's an edit I'll never forget. <laughs> Everyone here at CJTR and to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and rebroadcast Thursdays at noon. That's correct information. And is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at Spoiler Alert YQR and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. My Electric is coming up next. See y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye